When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is a podcast from Minute Media. I'm solid to the crack, never change me and my son the rain. It gets wet when we hang. I'm solid, could touch the blue part of the flame, the blue part of the flame. And nothing I just want to roll with those in the bottom. Give me Welcome to Fire. The Sports Company Podcast is trying to put the genie back in the bottle, but might just be a Houston Astros fan show now, baby. I'm your host, Adam Weiner, but I just flew back from Los Angeles, and boy, are my arms being used to choke Anthony Davis. God, doing that with my voice after the trip I just had, that did not go well. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, being played on KC Sports Radio after the censors yank every Chiefs host off the air for excessive MF bombs, and on NBA 75er, the celebratory app that just taunts Dwight Howard when you open it. Oh, and rocking pearls like Jock Peterson, but not pulling it off at all and getting booed out of the Whole Foods. Big show today, but first, let's take a quick trip through the headlines. The Houston Astros defeated the Boston Red Sox in six games to move on to the World Series. Boston took a two games to one lead, but then something just didn't click. And once it stopped clicking, the Sox had no way of knowing when a curveball was coming. But seriously, congratulations to Alex Cora, who overcame the odds of his own cheating suspension to rise to almost the top of the mountain. So close. Not quite. Dang. Meanwhile, in the National League, the Atlanta Braves defeated the Dodgers in six to advance. During the World Series, fans will notice a kinder, gentler tomahawk chop. The crowd has announced they will do a loud, full-throated war chant for five minutes, then softly whisper, this isn't okay. Progress. Unfortunately, the first pitch of Game 3 will be thrown out by Dave Chappelle. Based on everything else we've heard from Chappelle lately, it won't be a changeup. Of course, the Braves have made it thus far without their best player, Ronald Acuna Jr., meaning they're either an inspiring story of beating the odds or they're cheating in ways we could never imagine. After the series against the Dodgers, Atlanta media members trolled LA columnist Bill Plaschke, who called their stadium a sterile shopping mall and said a post-game trip to Waffle House was more exciting than the game. Unfortunately, Plaschke's comments couldn't stop the Dodgers from getting capped, smothered, and covered. Hey, I'll take a sterile shopping mall over the first hour of any Dodgers game, which feels like an abandoned Marshalls that closed in 2004. There's just a life-size Jason Mraz cut out in the window, and it's like, what were we even selling back then? The hat? What was ever the point of this? Braves manager Brian Snitker will coach against his own son in this series, Astros hitting coach Troy Snitker. In order to one-up him, Astros manager Dusty Baker will randomly drop his 22-year-old son Darren on the field during a crucial play at the plate. 
Bucks receiver Mike Evans gave away the ball from Tom Brady's 600 touchdown pass to a fan in the stands. The team was able to get it back in exchange for Evans. Sit in that guy's den for a few weeks, Mike, and think about what you've done. Brady's never really needed weapons anyway. Panic time in Kansas City as the Chiefs have fallen to 3-4 after a 27-3 loss to the Titans. But on the bright side, Patrick Mahomes is still showing off his spectacular no-look interceptions. After an injury to quarterback Zach Wilson, the New York Jets have pulled off a trade for Joe Flacco. Flacco will start during Wilson's rehab and then maybe an extra few years. Jets owner Woody Johnson says he's confident coach Robert Sala and GM Joe Douglas will, quote, get it right. Unfortunately, he said it loudly from the window of a private plane bound for Tijuana, and nobody heard it over the din of the propeller. Truly no idea how I even know about it. Warriors star Draymond Green said he's putting a $5,000 bottle of wine on team owner Joe Lacob's tab to celebrate Steph Curry's NBA 75 nod. Said Lacob, great, another expensive kick in the nuts from that guy. Of course, major snubs from the NBA 75th anniversary list include Dwight Howard, Alex English, Joe Dumars, and Ben Simmons' personal opinion of himself. 35-year-old bench coach Oliver Marmol has been named the St. Louis Cardinals' new manager, the youngest manager in the big leagues, except for teen manager, streaming now on CBS All Access. The Boston Red Sox announced they will evaluate the contract futures of Rafael Devers and Xander Bogarts, Said Alex Cora, hey, anyone catch the premiere of Teen Manager on CBS All Access? In the first five minutes, the teen manager calls to the bullpen for a new pitcher of sweet iced tea. Then he calls for a double switch because he thinks it means he gets two Nintendo Switches. Teen Manager, man, what will he get into next? And the Seattle Mariners have welcomed legend Ken Griffey Jr. to their ownership group. His first move, firing Scott Service and hiring Teen Manager. It might go a little something like this. Teen manager, thanks so much for accepting my offer. No prob, chief. Hey, want to do a TikTok? I don't. Too late. I'm already dancing. Just follow my lead. Crash. You just knocked over the 1995 AL Division Series trophy, teen manager. So, do you want me to delete that TikTok or nah? Teen manager, you're like the Seattle Supersonics. Out of here. Applause break. Starring Timothy Chalamet, pending his response of any kind. That's it. And now we toss you to Philadelphia, where the Sixers are hosting a press conference to address the ongoing Ben Simmons situation. All right, all right. Settle down, everyone. Thank you. Thanks much. My name is Alan Dahlia. I'm the public relations director of the Philadelphia 76ers, and I am here to clear up any misconceptions about Ben Simmons, one of our core players who I can assure you is doing only normal things. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll take questions. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, okay, uh, I'll go first. Where is Ben Simmons? Today? Like, today, today? Yes. Great question. Ben entered the facility this morning at 8.45 a.m. Contrary to reports, he said a hearty hello to each and every security guard he encountered. One security guard said, quote, His celebratory backslap greeting was so powerfully enthusiastic, he left a red handprint on my skin that still lingers. He's offered to show the handprint if anyone would like to see it. No. Okay, anyway, immediately after that, Simmons picked up a basketball, smelled it, put it down, and drove away. Uh, uh, drove away where? And why? Just didn't smell right, I guess. Here with the Philadelphia 76ers organization, we make it our mission not to pry, okay? Our players are allowed to drive anywhere except Canada, as long as they report back by game time. And, uh, did Simmons report back by game time? 
No. More questions? Uh, yeah, we heard the other day that Ben showed up to the practice facility and, quote, explained back tightness to several staffers before leaving. Can you elaborate on that? Yes, of course. Last Tuesday when Mr. Simmons arrived, again with the type of enthusiastic backslap greeting that would kill a weaker man, he set up a podium at midcourt and explained the concept of back tightness very clearly. What it means, where the back is, how it's different from looseness, the diametric opposite, actually. I think we all have a better grip on what the words back and tightness mean together now than we did yesterday. Not doctor-level informative, but more than fine, especially for someone who spent so many months away from the team. Did he say that he specifically had back tightness? Not that I remember. He's mostly been showing up, explaining concepts, then leaving. On Friday, it was the Pythagorean Theorem. Yesterday, it was water displacement. Okay, let's cut to the chase here. I'm just going to list off a bunch of rumors I've heard, and I'm going to ask you to confirm or deny that they're true. Happily. Go for it. Did Ben Simmons show up to the practice facility with a small propeller plane and fly away? I don't remember it getting off the ground. I think a truck towed it away. Has Ben Simmons been self-publishing an angsty zine called Suckling from Industry Teat, subheading All Cops Are Basketball? Someone is publishing it, and Ben certainly has been reading it a lot. Is Ben trying to sell his home? Yes. Is he trying to sell it to Kyrie Irving? No comment. Has Ben ever entered the facility wearing a giant see-through plastic cone he calls the Cone of Truth? <laughs> no. He wears the cone right up until he gets to the doors, and then he takes it off and replaces it with a bigger cone. Next question. Did Ben buy a zoo like in We Bought a Zoo? He bought a zoo, but not like in the movie. Is Ben actively trying to get sent to space like William Shatner? Yes, but not until he turns 91. He's just laying the groundwork. Did Ben burn a small hole through the practice court? No, Furkan Korkmaz did that with a laser pointer. Is Ben wearing 60-pound weighted shoulder pads in hopes that it makes him shrink and you'll bench him because he's too tiny? Well, you've seen him, right? It's obvious he's doing that. Ah, sorry, couldn't pass up a layup. I mean, who am I, Ben Simmons? Anything else? Has Ben checked out? That's not fair to say. Sorry, let me finish. Has Ben checked out We Bought a Zoo from the Philadelphia Public Library? No. Did Ben tell Tobias Harris to tell Seth Curry to tell Joel Embiid that he has a crush on his mom? Sure. Is it true Ben wrote another 100-page manifesto on the NBA in China and published it as Daryl Morey? Ugh, did Ben do that and sign Daryl's name again? Hold on, I've got a... Oop, nope, Daryl actually wrote this. Well, that'll be fun. Let's add that to my pile. Okay, this press conference is over. Wait, 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 no, will Ben ever play for the team again? He just did, while we were holding this extremely long four-hour press conference. You missed it. Drop 19-7 on Toronto. Vintage Ben. Really? Nope, gotta go. I hate my job. Ben Simmons, everybody. By far the worst basketball player who we allow to behave like this. And now, my final flame. What's to be done about the Kansas City Chiefs? Is it possible their dynasty is ending sooner than anyone expected? Of course, was it really even a dynasty? Wikipedia defines Dynasty as a 1980s primetime soap opera, and I only remember Travis Kelsey starring in one or two of those episodes. Regardless of the verbiage, the brand of football being played on the banks of the Mississippi has certainly lost a bit of its luster. And in my experience, the quickest way to bring luster back is by blowing up the foundation. <laughs> Listen to me, who am I, Justin Timberlake? I'm bringing luster back, hey! Dear me, had that chunk to my reel. If I ran the Chiefs, 
Here are the immediate changes I'd institute. No more funny business. No more red, white, and yellow. America got by for 250 years just fine on red, white, and blue, thank you very much. Eliminate the war drum in the end zone and turn it into a tackling drum or a running back drum. Let's stop encouraging war and start teaching these players football things again. Take Patrick Mahomes out from under center. Line him up in the defensive backfield just so he can get a taste of it. Take him out of the play and make him a ref. Start from zero. Can't we do better than Tyreek Hill? Either replace him with someone younger and faster or sell the team. It isn't 2019 anymore. The defense seemed to give up on several plays on Sunday. Let's replace them with people who want it more. The characters from Squid Game. Not the actors. They don't look very strong. The characters. Nobody's willing to say it, but Andy Reid has lost it. It meaning his key card to the facility. Someone find it for him? Things are not going very well without him. Are we not allowed to criticize the GM, by the way? Too much of their production is still overseas. Bring the Chevrolet Bolt back to Michigan. If I ran the Chiefs, I'd hire a second team to run backwards down the field in full uniform. Very confusing for the defense. Which Chiefs is the real Chiefs? And of course, trade Clyde Edwards-Hilaire for a third round pick. I'm not saying my plan is flawless. I'm just saying I can't find a flaw. It's time to take drastic action to bring the dynasty back. And this time, let's get it on a streamer. Nobody watches primetime soaps in primetime anymore. And let's change the cast. These mother effers don't know how to act. Who am I, Justin Timberlake? For real? Am I? My thanks to Ben Simmons' flustered PR flunky. See you next Thursday.